That was great. Okay, so welcome it's, back it's into the not, sporting lounge. It's not going. It's not. Yeah, it's not going. Give, so it, give, it, sec- give it. Give it. Give it a give second. It. I'm not gonna stop it when it just starts playing. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll, I'll wait for that to screw happen. Up I wanted to just cut just, that just, off. Just roll with it. I'm just gonna see how long it takes because I don't know why it's freaking out right now. Okay, so welcome to the Sporting Lounge. Thank you so much for joining us. Go ahead, grab a beer, kick up your feet, and let's get rolling. Today's the NFC East. I guarantee someone's going to say something stupid, like the Cowboys are going to win the division. So when that happens, come here. I'm telling you, they stupid. I do think the division's closer than people think it's going to be. I wouldn't be surprised. Do I... Are they my pick to win the division? No, but would I be surprised if they actually pulled it off? No. See, you're going to hate me because I think it's the Giants, number two, right behind the Eagles. <laughs> Cowboys, number two. You have a lot See? of faith in Jalen Hyatt, Wendell Robinson, and Danny Dimes. Well, he so did this especially, Justin especially if Saquon doesn't <laughs> like holds out still. Saquon's not going to hold out the whole year. He's not a Le'Veon Bell. <clears throat> no worry. Mm. Well, no worry there. So, I, I think the one that you got to watch out for that I think will hold out is Josh Jacobs. If you go look at the entire body of work that's led up to this, oh yeah, like, especially his tweets. He, he, I think he's trying to prove prove something actually. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and find out. But for the <laughs> NFC East, I, I'll throw mine out there first: Eagles one, Giants two, Cowboys three. Commanders, four. Uh, so, I guess flip the two and three that ended up last year. But no one disagrees that, like, Washington should finish last, right? Everyone so agree on that? I'm, I'm thinking Washington wins the division. No, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just don't kidding. you do. <laughs> Hell no. Ooh. Uh, no, I, kick, I think, I I think the Commanders are doing that. good steps. I think they are building things i think they're doing eagles take the division things. conversation do they, over do thank you chad but eagles take the division yeah i do think the eagles take it i think i do too i think the giants the go chad second has it right and then i think i think cowboys go third but i think it's going to be like i think this division might see two two three playoff teams come out of it just like last I year be super- <clears throat> yeah Everyone you know, but maybe. Washington. Everybody but the but the Commanders made it last year. So, yep. Yeah. Okay. So I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Here's the thing with uh, the Eagles, I just, though. I just don't see it like, happening two years in a row. The Eagles, like you're like going into the draft, and you're like, there's no way they're going to be able to address every issue. You know, they just lost too much. You know, especially with losses like Javon Hargrave, T.J. Edwards, Isaac Smalu, mm-hmm. like. Gardner Johnson, you know, we're talking about James like big Bradbury? impact players. Oh, sorry, he was added. My bad. Never mind. He was added. Yep. Um, but you know, they got James Bradbury. Um, they maintained Fletcher Cox, but now you have mm-hmm. Jalen Carter and uh, Nolan Smith. Nolan, Nolan Smith, Smith on the outside. Yeah. But I was thinking of the guy they drafted last year, the defensive tackle out of Georgia as well, Godzilla. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember his name. Jordan Davis. Jordan, Jordan Davis. Davis. Thank you. Jordan. Here's the thing, you know, like you're set on your defensive lineman for the next five years. You just are like they're already locked in, contract done, boom. You got Nolan Smith, who like definitely mm-hmm. shouldn't have fell to like thirty thirtieth overall because the Dolphins didn't get pick. So like 
We're yeah, talking about two players. Too far. We're talking about two players. And, like, I think they had the best draft in the NFL. The only team that, not because I'm a Steelers fan, but the only other team that I put comparable to their draft is the Steelers. It's just high-impact players. Like, I think it's just a good, consistent hey, draft. My Lions had a damn good draft, too. Yeah, but are you going to say it's better than the Eagles or the Steelers? <sighs> no. See, it's hard to not say. Not, like, overall, like, total depth of picks, I think we did. But as far as, like, in the first three, four rounds, I mean, the first two rounds, at least, like, where they got those players, Eagles knocked yeah. out. Hard oh, yeah, out. dude. Jalen Carter yep. and Nolan Smith. That's – Yep. They really are just recreating Georgia's Bulldogs. What was that? 21 and 20 season. Uh, mm-hmm. Just loading up on those talents on that defense. And it's working. So See, I actually, this is why I think the Cowboys have a chance. They still won 12 games last year. They only finished one or two games outside of the window. What was it last year? But, he, but here's the thing, too. Like, they're they probably, got... they're probably losing Ezekiel Elliott. And honestly, with That's Tony fine. Pillard, I think Tony Pillard's good, but I don't think he's a three-down back like Elliott was taking the weight off of his shoulders. They really like Malik Davis, and they drafted Deuce Vaughn and signed Ronald Jones. Mm-hmm. So I think they got a decent running back group. And then when they go, you got a healthy Michael Gallup coming back finally. You have Brandon Cook signed now to give a true number two outside of CeeDee Lamb. I think of the season Lamb's going to have because of that. Yeah. Or the season Cooks is going to have because of that. They all- <clears throat> They and they got Stefan Gilmore. Yeah, which that was, was a killer sign. Stephon Gilmore. They they drafted Mozzie Smith out of Michigan, who's probably going to start day one. They got Bandrash, who's who's a good role player. Like that's a solid signing. And then they drafted you know, Shoemaker out, out of uh, Michigan as well to help replace Schultz. Him and Jake Ferguson mm-hmm. uh, be having a toss up for that one. I think this yep. could be this is going to be a fun division, just like last year. Playoff teams, and I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if Washington takes people by storm either. Who knows? Oh no, Washington, not a chance. I mean, how did they draft per se? Man, What's... like pretty good. Um, they addressed a couple things. Note they don't have addressed though one of the most important positions in football, the quarterback. Yeah, I like your Powell. I, like I was Sam gonna Howell. say you're comfortable rolling out Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, Jake Fromm as your yes. I would. You must be high on Sam Howell. Oh, Sam I Howell like... or Matt Corral? Well, Sam Howell, he's obviously starting Matt Corral's bench pull now. Oh, now I wasn't talking about fantasy, but like as a person, a GM, Sam, who would you Sam Howell was better. Thing is, Sam, Sam Howell. Howell was like the number one projected quarterback by a lot of people coming into the draft this when he came out. But he had a bad year. He if he didn't have that bad year and went into the draft the year before, oh, so yeah, he, he would have been a top five pick. Year. Yeah. But because of how how his seen was a senior or redshirt senior season went. Um I think he redshirted. No, it was a senior year. I don't think he redshirted. Just double check that. I don't want to be spewing misinformation, so I'm gonna double check that. <laughs> um. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Anyways. When he when he was coming into the draft, like he he was projected at the beginning of that college collegiate season mm-hmm. to be the number one player off the board, and he just fell because he had such a bad campaign his college year. 
I mean, looking at his stats, I don't think he would have been a top five in another in either last year's or next year's. Let's say he stayed the next year. I don't see Sam Howell's top five in either. He, he was projected, man. He's one of I those guys that has had good mechanics on the for the pro sighting. Didn't matter if the stats went off the page. True, they do love prototypical build. Well, I mean, I guess you guys have more faith in them than I do, but to be sneaky on it, nah. I mean, I mean, he put. I mean, well, then let's break it down. What? What is? Jordan, he had Jordan Downs, didn't he? That's where he went to North Carolina. Uh, so Tyler let's let's break down there. Washington's real quick. I, I see. Like I like Brian Robinson and Gibson. I like. Mm-hmm. I think they got good playmakers. And I think Ron Rivera, his comments during this offseason, I think sounds like he's actually finally going to utilize them correctly. And if he does that, like that could be good. And then they have, they quietly had a good defense last year overall as a team. So I just want everyone to notice really quick. We're sitting here talking about Washington's team. It is so boring. One of us is currently on Tinder swiping. Yes, that Austin. So I'm just mm-hmm. saying they are so boring. He doesn't even want to talk about them. I see maybe four wins this year. That's it. If they're lucky. If that. If that. If that. Travis, do you see over under six as their ceiling? Like, you can't What's see more six? than six, right? So, for reference, let me circle back real quick. Just so you know where Sam Howell was standing in the draft. He was projected as the 48th top prospect in the draft at Mm -hmm. April 2022. I'm talking about a little before that. A lot of people, a lot of people were have really high on him, especially when North Carolina won the first three or four games of the season. They were really high on him, so he started moving up boards really fast. Then he just plummeted back down. the The Commanders got him in the fifth round. So, like, if we're talking about the 48th, like we're talking about a high quality pick. A high second round guy. So, like, that's 48th overall. That's like early second, mid second round. That's that's a very high valuable pick to get in the fifth round, especially at quarterback. And they I, believe they believe he's the guy. There's good talks coming out of training. I don't think we're in training camp, but I, whatever. See, I, OTAs. I think this is all the ploy so they can tank for you know, Bo Nix, one of the ones coming out this coming year, Caleb Williams. So I think they're trying to tank and get a top. So you so you're saying that Sam Howell I don't think they're gonna intentionally tank Davis Mills. No, they're not gonna intentionally tank. Think about where the team is. They're they're talking about getting new ownership. They were they were one game out of the playoffs last year as well. Yes. And I I'm looking at the don't get me wrong, I think they're on paper, they got a good, good, talented team that, like that whole division is talented and competitive. Like they could make some noise, but I am looking at their schedule, and even with that, and I'm being generous. I think they're stealing it at most is eight wins, and that's me assuming that they have a chance against Denver, Chicago, and New England. I think they do have a chance. Here's the thing with Washington: is they're just like the trappiest team in the NFL right now. They just are mm. like they're talented enough to win a lot of games. They're just not mentored enough to execute on those wins. A lot. Well, who of the knows? Time. All they got. Who, who knows? They just got to get lucky with like 
two games, three games in their non-division schedule. And I mean, they've got a and their great... division is so be, their division so tough that they're going to beat up on each other. So they like it's anything's possible with a division like that. Yep. I mean, if Washington wins six games or more, it is a hundred percent because of their defense and how many first rounders they have on that defensive line. Yep. So if if they want yeah. to win and possibly make I mean, playoffs, which I don't I don't see happening, that defense is going to have to come back big. Chase Young, when he was first put on the trade market, the Lions were the overall favorite betting favorites to land him, but it's been like hush hush since he was initially announced that they trade him. <laughs> No one wants to pay the price they want. Which I don't <laughs> of course not. Who would? I think he's extremely talented, and he still has untapped potential. And with a guy like Dan Campbell and the Lions defense, mm-hmm. like that'd be great. But, but how much are you willing to pay for that? But for the, the injury, I was. They're asking for a proven with, price for a potential player. I know. I was gonna say for how like. With his injury and how what his potential is and how young he is, I'd pay a future second, mm-hmm. a single, and that's absolutely it. That's max, and I'd still be hesitant on that. Uh, you'd be surprised, like two fourths or a third and a fourth, something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they even if they trade a first next year to get him, and if they think that he could be that big of an impact player, I mean, look at what I hate to keep circling back to the Steelers. Just good example right here. Golly, they, what a Steelers! I, I hate it. I oh, hate my. it. Gosh. But like, look a couple years There's ago when the Steelers material, traded, guy. when the Steelers traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, they traded their first round draft pick, mm-hmm. got Minka Fitzpatrick. He was young enough, or is essentially like they got a young enough player where he was still able to grow and develop more. And now we have Minka in his prime, and he's a dominant player. Like that's a possibility with Chase Young. And that, if you think that is what you're going to be getting, that's worth a first, first round, round pick. Not <laughs> but I mean, the commander's probably asking for multiple first rounds. Similar with the Cardinals, were asking for D Hop. I mean, look what happened to D Hop. He just got cut. So, chance they cut Chase? No. And he might be going to the Patriots. Heck yeah. It, it'd be more. Chance, if, okay, if, I would say if Chase gets cut, then I don't think the Lions are going to be in the running because then he's going to want a contract. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing think is, like, bigger, you know, than, bigger set, than what his contract think, is right now. I was going to say, do think he's going to reset the market for it? No. No. I don't think so. No, TJ Watt just got signed two years ago, and he's then gonna, Joey Bosa broke it this past season. I would, I would love for, like, the right value to have Chase Young join my Lions, but, like, let's be real, a player like this with all the talent in the world just got set back because of an injury. He's going to end up either in New England, Philadelphia, or San Fran. That's where he's going to monstrous, go. and then yep, move on for the gonna, bag. That's kind of been the theme. <laughs> I see. So, anyone see over six wins for Washington? I, I, I think, think yeah, their absolute they, cap is seven. I think their absolute cap is eight. But that's me being generous. Okay, I could see eight or nine wins, and that's because, like I said, I think they're just going to be one of those trap-like teams. I think they're going to be a team that's capable of beating anybody on the right day, but how often they put it all together is going to be in question. I think I think they have like four or five gimme wins, and then I think they're going to get like three to five like trap game win, wins. I think that's how it's going to break down. 
Okay. So then for the Giants, does anyone see under six wins? Because I don't. I can tell you that right now. Of course I'm, you don't. I'm I, up I, on the Giants. Danny Dimes. Very, let me see. I think they start off one and three. One and four, I one like and five. It. I think they start off one and five. I think their only win is Arizona oh. to start the season. And then they beat Washington. That's one Even and six. after everything they added versus what they lost. Archer. All they lost was Julian Love, Nick Gates, and John. Now, mm-hmm. they retained quite a few and added quite a few. Like Darren Waller, a great tight end. Yeah. You, you see the quarterback when he plays. But you don't I see, see them Arizona, being a team like Washington, a Seattle. Vegas. I, I can see them splitting with Washington, beating Vegas, beating Arizona, and potentially beating New England in their first 12 weeks. And that's it. If they beat anyone else, it'd be Dallas because they suck. Bro, I see way because more. Dallas wins. does Dallas things. And then in the second half, after their bye week, week 14, I think they can. Green Bay and New Orleans are very winnable. I think Los mm-hmm. Angeles is very winnable, and I but I think them having Philadelphia sandwiched in there is really gonna two out of the last three weeks of the season. You got to face Philly. I think that's gonna close the door on their playoffs this year. I think they'll that, probably make the playoffs. It's possible because the Rams yeah. could come back and be better than people expect. And if that is, if that's the case, that's a really like Giants go o three to end the season. That's very real. That could cost them the postseason. See, I have them sweeping Dallas. Of course you do, but then I'm going so to. You're high That's on that. right off the bat. I see, me... I see them maybe. I, I, I could see them splitting because of the nature of the division, but I don't sweep in them. That's nuts. Sweeping them. Philly's the only team. They're gonna, that I, Dallas is going to sweep okay. them. I can see Dallas sweeping them too. Dallas no. is going to sweep them. It's going to go number two. I'm, two I'm and oh, bold, two and one, I, three and one, four and one. I think Giants finished last in the division. Giants finish the Dallas. Mm-hmm. Lose the Dallas. Beat Arizona. I'm kind of leaning one. that Loses way after we start talking more about Washington. Like that's kind of where I'm I believe in the Giants' defense, but they got they they literally. It, I mean, don't get me wrong; they beat Minnesota in the playoffs. I'll give them that. But they started off seven and one, and okay. then beating Minnesota <laughs> isn't like a exactly a good thing. Exactly. Minnesota and barely didn't they, even really deserve to be in the playoffs. They were they were like two and eight the rest or two and seven the rest of the uh, the way the end of season and then win against Minnesota in the playoffs. Hold on. But, You're gonna tell me that somehow Sam Howell beats Daniel Jones, an actual first round pick, an actual first round talent, and the person who just got Ryan Dayball as the head coach and his Passing percentage in the NFL went from 64 to 67. You do know that the Giants were the percent? only team. And the Giants in the... are the same team okay. that tied Washington last okay. year. Okay, you know that Daniel that the Giants were the only team that had Daniel Jones in the entire league graded as a first-round pick, and they traded up and drafted him inside the top 10. Okay. This... So no, he was not a first-round talent, and he has not shown that he is yet. They're gonna lose. They're gonna get swept by Dallas just like they did last year. A three to one int ratio is not first round talent. I would love that for my QB. No, because first round talent isn't based on NFL stats. But anyways, you think somehow Washington is going to beat them twice? 
I could that's, see it. No. Hey, hey, maybe maybe they'll tie like they did last year. I just have no. If their offense clicks, and Daniel Jones takes a step, and these young wide receivers step up, cool. But I just don't see it happening. Like that has to happen. To like, they, I guess it could happen. Anything's possible. I just don't have the faith mm-hmm. in the offense, and it's going to cost them. Their defense, I believe it. They did it last year. They did three to one touchdown to interception ratio. My fucking ass. Don't count. It don't count. Fifteen touchdowns ain't shit. Three thousand two hundred five passing yards. That's that's pedestrian. Are you kidding me? Are you going to try to sit here? Look that's at backup quarterback months. numbers. Uh, bro, Look at actually, the two years how about before, this? and then he gets one this? year with no. Ryan Dayball, and then he improves on all of his stats, and he's going to continue one, to two, take that three, jump. Four, Remember, Josh five, Allen really six, wasn't seven. great. Mm-hmm. Eight, nine, well, Jimmy Garoppolo had two better seasons well, than yeah. Daniel Jones' best season. Okay, and Games Jimmy Garoppolo, first-round talent. Two, two, 12 games at 200 or less is not impressive. It is not indicative of a first-round Danny, talent. Danny Dimes' stats are <laughs> Have you ever heard the term improving? a field manager? Right around a field that. Manager of, quarterback? No. Field so general? Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it right here. You know who has better career stats than Danny Dimes? You're gonna bring up Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, and he's he's a what? Free oh, agent, round talent. Oh, backup. He's the Steelers also backup. Third, third, third straight. He's third straight. But Danny Dimes gets replaced within the next by the end of his contract. Are um, you trying to say that Kenny Pickett no. isn't better than Mitch Trubisky? Yeah. Is that what you're insinuating? I don't think Mitchell Trubisky Are you on a the rookie year? Yeah. I, I think Mitchell Trubisky has had <laughs> no. was great for what he I was. think he was good. I think he was good. But I definitely also, think he can uh, start over probably eight quarterbacks. See, I see Daniel Jones taking the step I, forward. But so. Just normal number counting. How many uh, games did we win with Mitch Trubisky? How many games did we win with Kenny Pickett? Two versus seven? Like... Winning games is what fucking matters. Uh, I don't know. He has a and Daniel Jones game. does that. Sam Howell doesn't. We have no idea. Nine and seven. Nine and seven? Or what is it? Nine and eight last year? Isn't fucking winning <laughs> yeah. games. Nine, six, and one. Excuse me. Excuse me. That's not winning games. <laughs> seven and two? That's winning games. Four and seven ain't winning games. 21, 31, and one ain't winning fucking games. Now is it? You're under 500. That's trash. Right. Daniel really Jones is pedestrian. The, the Giants went 9-7-1. and one. That's winning. Yeah, and, they, and they went to the playoffs. Nine. And then got slapped. Doesn't matter. They made the playoffs. And you're going to say Sorry, Sam just, Howell is we... going to somehow be better than that for someone who just led his team to the playoffs, which <laughs> yes, is winning. Has, do you think doesn't take, is, is it hard to be better Better he has better that, weapons. So. I will give that when when playing and healthy, Saquon is definitely better than Brian Robinson and, and Antonio Gibson. But potential holdout, and he's got now two healthy years in his NFL career. Hopefully, it gets a third because I like him. But the wide receiving talent is night and day different between the Commanders and the Giants. So they yeah. have advantage there. And you're right because Sterling Shepard's better than just. Statistically better than any receiver the commanders have. Are you talking about career stats well, now? Because 
Scary yeah, Terry might that, actually be that, close. He might be close. That, He's been in the league three this. years. Are we talking about career stats all of a sudden? Because let's talk about yeah. fucking career stats. 21, 31, and 1. <laughs> 21, 31, and 1. 64% completion rate. Four seasons, 11,000 yards. So if I'm carrying the one correctly, that's less than 3,000 yards <laughs> per season the- on average. 60 touchdowns to 34 picks. So that's below whatever you were fucking saying earlier. It's half. Three to one. Yeah. It's two to, M- two to like 1.25. Mitchell Trubisky's 31 and 24. Boom. There you go. Um, Danny Jones has a better TD to We're not even race. talking about sure. Kenny Pickett and Mitchell Trubisky. We're talking about Sam Howell, an unproven guy, somehow gets I'm better than Danny Dyer. Jones. We're I'm talking, talking about Danny Jones. And we're comparing it to another. You already said he's not good. Yeah. But Sam Howell has no stats, so we have no idea. Typically bad. He couldn't even win out as a rookie. So I'm going with just that. Danny Dimes, NFL experience, winning NFL experience to the playoffs versus Sam Howell, no experience. All right. So okay, but here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. The Giants – are damn near as proven with Danny Dimes as the Commanders have been for the last five years as well, which is not shit. They are both not shit right now. And let's stop acting like the Giants are fucking world beaters. We're arguing about the garbage bowl right here. The what bowl? The garbage bowl. And, you know, we'll get back after week one when Sam Howell and the Commanders win win, win week one. Sam Howell will officially have a higher winning percentage than Danny Dimes, and we'll be over this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that that you're not wrong. I don't and know. They're gonna beat Arizona, what? and then Giants are gonna get slapped by Dallas. I see the Giants finishing much higher. So you guys, I mean, for me, it was Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, Commanders. How many of you guys are gonna put the Giants at the very bottom now? How many of you guys think Washington is going to be the third out of the fourth? I do. I I think second to fourth is a I open range in this I don't, division. I think it's realistic going to be Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. I was, was going to say I think there's there's like a two game gap between the Dallas and Philly, and I think there's like a another two to three game gap between Dallas and the rest of the division. I see. Yeah. You guys are I, I, so high on the Dallas. I'm looking. I'm looking at Dallas looks good. Washington and the Giants, and I see realistically They're good regular both season. Both of them with a, I see them like equal ceiling of eight wins, and both of them about four to six probably is right actually. And you know what? Austin put it the best. They're a great regular season team. Maybe I'm letting their playoffs cloud my judgment of them, just because they always flame out. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's what I'll put it towards. Jerry Jones going to save all that draft. Hey, hey, Cowboys. I mean, Giants flamed out too. I would say if Jerry Jones wanted to, do, wanted to just you know be a great regular season team, he could have just not drafted Dak and traded for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I don't yeah, know. I mean, does Dak stay healthy all year? Does he play all year? Because that's going to be a big part of whether they win. I like lose. the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys' offense. Which I think if it's explosive, I, I think mean. On is going to be able to like Zeke was used up the middle in a goal line situation, but now they have Brandon Cooks there. They're going to be able to spread the ball out more. CD Lamb is going to get better targets. Brandon Cooks is going to get a. I think Brandon Cooks has another thousand yard season this year. And I see. I, I think he's somebody if you can get him for cheap, like if you can 
beating this year in fantasy, crap. He's going to rebound for mm-hmm. sure. He's in a very good situation to rebound. And that's when you tell us you just traded for him. Every single I'm I have a trade out for him. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh he's never gonna he's he's been playing his whole career, honestly. Like there's maybe only been one season in his entire career where he wasn't getting the number one corner matchup this he's not gonna get the number one corner matchup this season. He's gonna he's Yeah, he's got C D Lamb on the other side, so he can actually breathe easy. So Yep, I think True. Dallas, if I, if I think Dallas's offense is going to be explosive, if their defense can be as good as it was last year or slightly mm-hmm. better with the additions. That's why I think they could really take it to the Eagles. That that Brandon Cooks signing changes everything for me. I don't. I I, I really like Cooks that offense. Me too. Well, I mean, I, I know their defense is still good. Um, they get they got lad. Uh, they got. Uh, they got Stephon Gilmore. I do. I will be the first to say, I myself tell myself I've always thought Stephon Gilmore is a little overrated, but he is still good. <laughs> he's going to be great to have opposite of Trayvon Diggs, at least like mentor. Mm-hmm. Think about this. What what is Stephon Gilmore great at? Playing man corner. to man. Man to man. Man yeah, to man. Good job. Man. Playing corner. What is Diggs? <laughs> Excellent. At? Corner. Ball hawking skills, and he's really good ball at hawk. ball. He's really good at man coverage too. Um, mm-hmm. He, I mean, we're talking gets, about like he gets uh, lost when he gets beat. He gets exciting. lost in zones because he's trying to jump jump routes when he doesn't need to be. Yep. Yeah, that's when he gets burned. That's when he's, not, burned. Last season, he, he's not playing his area. And he's playing the ball. <laughs> last season, he got burnt a lot less, so we've seen a big improvement. I think with the addition of Stephon Gilmore, like I think Stephon Gilmore is going to be the number two. <laughs> Honestly, Trevon Diggs is probably going to be covering the number one, and Stephon Gilmore, I think, could shut down any wide receiver two in the NFL. Yeah, I still see him doing that, even in his old age. There's a couple teams I don't think so, like the Eagles. Devontae Smith's going to be a handful for him, and then yep. T. Higgins mm-hmm. and Cincy, Waddle in Miami. There's a couple of really good wide receiver twos in the league, but George 90%, but I would say, but yeah, but ninety, <laughs> but ninety percent of the league, yeah, that statement's true. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I'm I'm high on the Cowboys. I think they take second though. Like I'm higher on the Eagles. I think they maintained enough and I think that they drafted so well, filling the holes that they produced in the offseason. Just took care of them, got it done. Wasn't the prettiest draft, but you look back at it and you're mm-hmm. like, damn, they got some really good talented players. And that that's what I like to see out of a draft. Especially after you win a Super Bowl. Or you go to the Super Bowl. They didn't win. Excuse me. Especially after you go to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. so you know, like you don't need to get better; you need to maintain. Week week and eleven, week eleven, Eagles, Chiefs rematch. Do the Eagles win that game? Yeah. Eagles easy. Eagles win Chiefs. Ooh, ooh. Eagles Chiefs rematch. I I'm... think it's played. I think it's in Philly. Let me check real quick. No, it's in Arrowhead. Ooh, okay. Ooh. That's. Why I went? Ooh, you know what? I'm. I think so. Really. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs. Monday night game. That's. Uh, that's gonna be a nice one. Monday night, eight fifteen. They knew what they were doing. Everyone's tuning in. So. Uh, no, excuse me, ten fifteen guys. Uh, that's if you're central. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Just saying. Mm-hmm. Only so. times on that matters. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I see 10 easy for the Eagles um, that they could do. But I'm seeing three to four realistic losses. So, you know, the 12-5 range. 12-5 14 They have a tough five-game stretch. Philly's schedule right off, right after the bye week. Those five games are tough. Kansas City, Buffalo, yep. San Fran, Dallas, Seattle. That's tough. That is a that, hence that, why. that stretch right there is going to determine who wins the division between them and Dallas. Do you think Seattle's that tough? They were good last year. Dude. I think they were they're better good, than their record. Tyreek Woolen? I don't I think, think they're they going to still be that tough. Though. And who they drafted? I think they're I think they were better than their record showed last year. I, I'm actually kind of – I'm really high on Seattle. I'm scared. I think I think Seattle, especially if San Fran doesn't get their quarterback situation figured out, I think Seattle's a mm-hmm. real threat to take that division. Hey, buddy, don't but be we'll, talking we'll, about we'll, that shit with me. I got Trey Lance. I drafted that fucker like <laughs> number two overall in our dynasty. I've been waiting. Yeah. I'm like I'm like I'm like a 16-year-old boy at prom waiting for that shit to get over, bro. Every second feels like an hour and every hour feels like a decade. I'll tell you yeah. what. I know as soon as I get in the back of that limo back home, bud, it's game on. Ooh. I'm finally going to do it. Yeah. But what? I got to wait. Yeah, you got to wait cuz Trey Lance isn't going to win it. It's going to be Brock Purdy. I hope not. I hope not. I'm looking at the schedule, and I think they start off 5-0, beating New England, Minnesota, Tampa, Washington, and the Rams. And I Mm -hmm. think they're challenged week six and seven back-to-back. They're playing in New York against the Jets, and then Miami. I think they beat the Jets, but I think they could lose to Miami. I think it's the other way around because they play in New York, and they have Miami at home. But Yeah, I don't know. I'm high on Miami. I I still think they could lose both games. I say, like at worst they're going to be six and three coming out of the bye week, but I think it's more seven and two, eight and one. Right. New York, my Dallas are the only three teams I can see beating them. Mm-hmm. And then, then like I said, after week ten, the bye week, I think they. All right, so I'm gonna say five. I think they lose. Then I think they're gonna go eight one to start. I think they put their only loss to New York. And I think they're gonna beat. Okay. City, and I think they're going to lose to Buffalo and San Fran, and then Dallas is going to split them. So I think they're going to lose three straight. They're going to be nine and four. I think they're going to beat Seattle, and then win out. So I think they're going to win out after that's fourteen and four or thirteen and four again. Okay, so yeah, we're pretty much in the same boat, Travis. Might not be the same teams that they lose to, but same record. Yeah. So I'm anywhere from 12-5 up to 14-2. Like, I think that's their range. Yep. I think they'll sweep the Giants in. The only thing that would hold this team back would be a Jalen Hurts injury. And that's the only thing that could stop this team right now. Uh, If they kept Minshew, then it wouldn't be a problem. There is one one other thing. They got (laughs) rid of Sanders. They they did sign Rashad Penny and uh, DeAndre Swift, but both of those running backs are very injury prone. Both of those guys go down. Mm -hmm. That makes their offense more dimensional, and they're going to be relying on Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell a lot. I don't like that for them. I think the Eagles are one of those teams right now, though, where it's like, the Chiefs are going to make the playoffs unless Patrick Mahomes gets in. I think the Eagles have officially gotten into that echelon of they're going to make the playoffs unless the, 
you, they arguably have the best offensive yeah, no, they will. line in the league. Like, yeah, that that alone gets you there. If you can dominate, Wait, who's the who's the team. Eagles' backup right now? Marcus Mariota or Ian Book depends on if you think Ian Book, the old Notre Dame quarterback, can do it and win out. <sighs> yeah, no, they're screwed. They're not the champion contenders if if Hurts goes down, but I feel like they they're they're. Their roster is still talented enough that Mariota can still make the playoffs, playoffs. I think. Yeah, I think Mariota can still get them to the playoffs. I mean, look what Nick Foles did with a really good Eagles team just He's, what not even ten years yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, twenty seventeen, the Philadelphia special. How about you shut the fuck up? Shane. I Oh about I, I, that. I mean, Mariota. Nah, I'm just gonna what? How about I, that? I'm just talking about when they beat the Patriots with a backup quarterback. With a meme hey. play that would have just been covered with cover one or Tampa two. Hey, hey, <laughs> fuck Nick how, Foles in the Eagles. How, how the hush, fuck hush does Nick? Bit. How the fuck does Nick Foles even like break a coverage? How's his release he's, that good? I mean, it was just spectacular. Quiet, quiet about him being a Patriot. He, he's, he's a Madden god. Long. He's a Madden god. <laughs> he is a Madden god. That's how. And he, he holds got some a, and Madden DK t- release right there. He holds an NFL record also. He's tied for the all-time lead with seven touchdowns in this game. Passing touchdowns. Yeah. Not surprised. I mean, he was big good. Dick. Big dick Nick. I think he's another guy that could have got a sh- – I don't know. Brian Fitzpatrick-esque. Not as big of an arm, but, you know, he was successful. Uh, he's more check. accurate, though. He's much more mm-hmm. accurate. There's lots of, like, underwhelming quarterbacks that I thought were – Good and like fun to watch. Still like like Fitzpatrick. I like I like watching. I I like Minshew. Like I like Gardner Minshew. I like Mitchell Trubisky. Like earlier. Well, you know it was crazy to watch Fitzpatrick in Miami when he had a decent offensive line. He's winning fucking games. He we you remember we were like sitting there and we we're like where the Ryan fuck Fitz is this magic. guy been? Fitz Magic baby. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Was, what what hurt him and that Miami team was Jake Long going down. <laughs> Nah, Jake Long, they hurt bad. Big, big, I'm not saying this as a Michigan fan. I'm saying this as like legit. Jake Long doesn't get hurt. He was on. He was going to have a Hall of Fame career. He was. Yeah, yeah. Think so. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Our, like he was a stunt. I'm not hurt. He was. He made himself top five. I think at his position. We were just talking about Shane's year like a week ago, similar to that. Yeah, he was. He was that too. Yeah. They yeah. Way better than Taylor Luan, who was probably like the next best offensive lineman prospect Michigan's had after him. I think he was twice the player that Luan was. And Luan made a couple of say he had goals, so. a couple good years. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Oh, Ben disappeared. Oh, he's back. <laughs> Mike is right, so What do you guys think of Jalen Hyatt? What do you expect from him? Okay. Rumor out of camp is he's struggling. Well, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt because I really like Hyatt's talent. And mm-hmm. he was explosive in college. And I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to compare scenarios. I'm not going to compare them as players because that's just crazy. Jamar Chase is a great college player. Came in, rumor out of campus. He was dropping balls, struggling, and then boom, mm-hmm. top three wide receiver rookie season of all time. And he's been nothing but dynamite stunts. So. I'm gonna take that with a grain of salt because of that. Because mm-hmm. you you never know. Who knows? I think I like Hyatt's talent. I do 
Ben, I'll give you this. I like the Giants' defense enough. I've always been high on their defense the past couple of years. They've they've been under. I think their defense has been underrated for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. But Galladay did nothing. Sterling Shepard has as many concussions as Danny Dime does touchdowns. And <laughs> freaking, but this like I I I believe. Bye, Ben. Did he but, leave? <laughs> his connection no. kicked him, but I I really believe in. He, I think he turned his camera off. But I believe in oh. Wendell Robinson. I really like his talent, and Jalen mm-hmm. Hyatt's a great compliment. I like that a lot. Yep. And then getting Darren Waller, yes, like so, like if Waller stays healthy and Wendell and Jalen Hyatt play to what their potential is, then yes, the I could the Giants become interesting. I just don't believe it yet because I don't have the same belief in Danny Dimes that Ben does. That's see, and that's what's holding you back. Yet, if they have Saquon out there, they've got a good offensive line. So, they upgraded with Darren Waller at the tight end to be that sixth blocker on the line if they need to. If we want to talk about ground and pound, Saquon healthy and able to, sure he may get ten carries and average two yards on those carries. But on that 11th carry, he's going to go 81 yards into the house and it'll make mm-hmm. up for it. So he can do that all game. And you get two or mm-hmm. three of those every game. And all you need Danny Dimes to do is get one to two touchdowns at most a game. I, I, I don't see a problem. I, I put like – I see a problem. I, I put the Giants in my intriguing category. Because I, think, I because I realistically where I think they're going to finish my belief level in them is the bottom of the division, but I do see the talent and will acknowledge it, and I think success is on the other side of the road. And but I wouldn't be surprised at the same time if they completely exceed my expectations. I think the Giants are there, the Commanders are there, the Steelers are there, and Seattle's there. Those those are my four like, and I. I have high expectations for my Lions. That's why I'm not putting them in that. <laughs> See, th- let me but, let me break down the Giants then for you because I didn't get to where. I want to say hi, guys. Well, can I hi, can hello, I cut in real you. quick? Sure. I think I think the most critical. No, player can't cut in real too. quick. No, I said I okay. said no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Pancakes Shane. trying to cut. I didn't it. mean that. I didn't. I didn't mean that. Shane, you can talk. <laughs> <laughs> you better prom- raise your. I promise. <laughs> You raise your hand <laughs> in this classroom. <laughs> yeah, raise your hand like it like a good kid. You may speak, you child. Okay, Shane, I think, what you got? Can I go to the bathroom? I, think, I don't know. You can you? <laughs> I hated. I just kid. pissed I my pants. That. I just pissed my pants because you wanted right, to talk back. Guess all right. I guess I'm just gonna it. shit on the floor now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can. <laughs> Oh my god! I think the most critical player for the Giants' success this season is going to be Kayvon Thibodeau. If Thibodeau lives up to the hype and is as big of an impact player as he needs to be, more than four sacks. Like he had a good rookie campaign when you watch the film; it's very good. You know, like I made a drawing comparison in this draft when we were talking about it. We were talking about it in a message chat. I said Thibodeau reminds me a lot of JJ Watt, and he plays very similarly similarly to where JJ was his rookie year. And I'm fine with that. You know, he has the same issues coming out of college as JJ, even though they're slightly different positions. If he finds that work ethic, he'll be there. Exactly. I think, 
as I think after he has one it. season, it's definitely Aiden Hutchinson. But I, it, like, I, I'm going to separate it. Like Thibodeau on defense is the X factor, and then Daniel Dimes for me is the offensive X factor because it's all hindered on him. If he does what Ben believes he can do, yeah. then this division's extremely interesting. Yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah, and, and and if Thib- and then Thibodeau on the defense, like their defense, like their defense is already underrated and was been borderline top 10 if not like right there at the top at 10 for the past couple seasons they can put it all together and take the next step and that puts them in a spot to take it to the elite but do i expect all those dominoes to fall in new york's place fuck no they won't but it's fine any dimes tripped over casper the ghost i'm never i'm I'm never letting that's up there with butt fumble bro Mm. Okay, he did trip left. over Casper, but it's. Nah, I, I see bigger, this. Bigger stakes were on the line for Butt Fumble, though. <laughs> that was a playoff game, and it cost him the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's on that level, though. It's on that level. Can we, can we talk about that for a minute? Rex Ryan might be a piece of work, but like that man had Mark, made Mark Sanchez win a couple of playoff games. Kudos. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic yeah. point. For, for the longest time, it was hilarious, though, because no matter when the Patriots came up, he'd always just shit talk them. It was kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mark, yeah. San- Mark Sanchez has more playoff wins than Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> and Danny Dimes. Good. Combined. And the Lions wow. for the last 40 years. <laughs> and Danny. <laughs> I, 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 I think the Lions actually win the division – like I said, and I think they win a and I think they win a playoff game this year. Anything more than no, that will no. exceed my expectations. I'll won't complain, but I don't. I, I see them making it at least to the divisional round, whether that be, be as wild card winning a game, making it there, winning the division, and winning the first round. I think I can see it. There's a kiss. I, I think they'll at least make it to the Romance. divisional and lose, um, but I could also see them losing in the wild card. Chad I think they'll make doggy. the playoffs at least. I think we match up well against every like we you saw how close we played Philly last season. <laughs> and we steamrolled the rest of the, the NFC pretty much. I think the only the only two teams that I think match are bad matchups for us are San Fran and Seattle. Those are the only two teams that I don't like us our chances against if we beat them in the playoffs. Especially Interesting. If play, especially if we play those games away. If we have them at home, eh. But I don't know. I have this weird feeling about my Lions. I've had good feelings before in my years of being a fan, but this is different. This is different. It might be the beer, but it's different. Lions do what's different? Lions. What'd you say, Charles? I see the Lions making the playoffs. If they live up to the hype, I see it. I think they can make the playoffs, but I don't think they're gonna go far in the playoffs. I think okay. I think with the NFC East, it's like it's the most like stable division, if you want to call it that. It's like Philadelphia Cowboys, Giants, Commanders, and I think that's like mm-hmm. just everybody being like, "Yep, that's how it is." You know, like when you're looking at the NFC North, when you're looking at the AFC North, when you're looking at the NFC East. You know, like, you're like, those divisions are kind of wide open at AFC South as well. You know, those divisions are kind of just wide open and they're chaotic. 
you know, I think I, most mm-hmm. divisions in the league this season are actually wide open. This one's kind of weird. I think the AFC South is the only one that I would say, like, I think Jacksonville handily wins that division. Yeah. And, like, calls it a day. Other, other mm-hmm. than that, I, like, even even with the AFC West and Mahomes being there, I still think that that craziness can happen. You never know with what, like, if Russell Wilson pops, like, reverts back and that offense is good and the defense is good, anything can happen. And, okay. you know, the ch- Chargers on paper are good. If Herbert can take a step and the team stays actually stays healthy, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I think everything's wide open but the AFC South. I think the AFC West is like the second least wide open, but I still think anything's possible there too. Interesting. Okay, so so what is like you? Do you have a favorite player in for each or not? Let's just say this division for dynasty that you'd want to draft rookie wise. Rookie, rookie wise. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Maybe probably Jalen Hyatt. I was say Jalen Hyatt is probably number one for me in the division for rookies as well. Because no one else is really notable offensively. Yeah, not in this. Or they're, not this op- really. or they're, they're going to have an opportunity to produce day one. Like Deuce Vaughn no. can carve out a decent role on the team, but Tony Pollard and Malik Davis are in front of him right now. Mm-hmm. That's... Hmm. As long as he's gone, somebody tell it, Tony Pollard seems Deuce Vaughn's going to have to wait. Yeah, I was going to say Jalen Hyatt or Deuce Vaughn. I know I, I lipped off in saying Deuce Vaughn's going to be an over 1,300 scrimmage yard producer. He probably won't be. I won't lie to y'all right now. Let me tell you. But <laughs> it's Jalen Hyatt. He, he, He's he the actual chance. Yeah. I like Jalen Hyatt a lot because he has an opportunity to – take over wide receiver one duties at some point this season. Yeah, maybe he'll make Danny Dimes look actually good. If Sterling Shepard comes back, doesn't miss a beat, stays healthy for once, he could be wide receiver one. Wendell Robinson comes back, lives up to his pre-draft hype. He could be wide receiver number one. Jalen Hyatt, like, it's Mm -hmm. wide open there. (laughs) What about you, Shane? Would you say Jalen Hyatt too, or you got someone else in mind? Oh, man, I'm thinking Jalen Hyatt. But I'm just like I feel like there's a player I'm just like glossing over, uh, and like forgetting and shit. Yeah, let me double check. Could be. Well, Luke Schoonmaker from I like that. Michigan. I like that he too. he's not going to do nothing. No, he won't. Jalen Brooks also went to Dallas. Deuce Vaughn, um, and then Jalen Hyatt, Eric Gray, um, <laughs> for the Giants. So then down to Eagles. Yeah, they they only took uh, Tanner Mackey. I don't think he's beating Hurts, so no one. And then Chris Rodriguez to the Washington Commanders. So yeah. there wasn't really a good batch of rookies in this one. Um, no, I, I think Jalen Hyatt's going to be the stud yeah. in this division. Yeah, I think yeah, at least I, I think, think he has I, the best chance. I think he has a very good chance to put himself mm-hmm. as – the sixth best receiver by the end of the season in the division because I'd still put Scary Terry, Brandon Cook, CD, AJ, and Devontae above him. But I think he has the opportunity to put his name right behind them. Right. And with, yeah. and with Cooks being old and McLaurin already being 27 and quarterback question mark still, those he could potentially jump those two depending on – I mean, that's a high ceiling. I'm not going to say he's going to do that right off rip. Rookies are unknown, but 
He has. I think. I mean, like I. I think it's realistic to say he has the potential to be a top 40 receiver. Yeah. I think, you know, think like, that's what you're the saying. Targets are gonna, the targets are going to be there for sure. And, and Top 40. If yep. if uh, Waller goes down again, too, more targets. Saquon holds out. Potentially top targets. 24. I, yeah. I think Hyatt has a really good year as a rookie. I don't think he's going to be drafted as one of the top four receivers in most people's dynasty drafts, but I think he mm-hmm. has the opportunity to finish as a top three rookie wide receiver easily. And then, hmm. I can I wouldn't be surprised. So I think I can see it because I think him outproducing Quentin Johnson or Zay Flowers is not ridiculous at all. So what do you think like- is? Yeah. Addison and JSN are the only two that I think can beat him out, but even JSN could have a less than impressive season because of Lock mm-hmm. and DK, DK being in front of him. Not so what do you think the, his ceiling would be this year, then, as a rookie? As a rookie, 75, rece- 75 receptions, 1,100 yards, okay. six touchdowns. So like, we were about the same. I, I can see that's his absolute ceiling. If he does that, if he exceeds that, that'll blow my mind. And that means Daniel Dimes took a step or two. <laughs> I want to say, say that means he took, took a step forward. I just oh, it does it. And when no, he gets eleven hundred yards, you'll you'll be like, oh wow, Danny Dimes well, is I think, I think better. Floor, I, think, I, I will not say that at all. I will not say, my, oh, Danny Dimes took a step forward. Expectation just because of the way the offense is designed there in New York. I see him finishing with like. 58 receptions, 700 yards, and four touchdowns. That's probably what I see him doing his rookie year. But I mean, I with Danny Dimes at quarterback. But, but I wouldn't be surprised if he exceeds that at all, especially if they throw more. I just don't see yeah. I think he'll be lucky to get to 900. It just depends on how many targets. But as a rookie, gets. that's still a good year. So, Yeah. I will take that as a rookie all day long. I don't know so, if he'll start right especially, away. But... Especially since he's going to be going in the second rounds most people's drafts. That's a that's great value. He's going in the second round. If you draft him in the first round and he only gets you that, then eh. But second round. Chat, I was going to say. it's Chat has so, a wait, pretty do... hot take. If we okay, want to hear that. that. Yeah, I'm yeah. Hear oh, let's hear it. So running it back when we were talking about Russell Wilson and stuff, I think Wilson is washed. Talk about a system QB, and he lost his speed. We'll say the same thing about Lamar in two years. Ooh, two? Mm. I don't know about two I, years. I mean, I want to be thinking more like four or five. I agree with the entire Russell Wilson statement. Four. I've always been on the Russell Wilson's overrated train. And I think that he's had the benefit of having a top five defense at worst for the entirety of his Seattle de- career. And that's just... But doesn't, okay. doesn't necessarily make but, a quarterback overrated, though. Right. He still threw for the yards. He still threw for the touchdowns. I know, but he's always had really great receivers, too. And he still had he really, has really back, good and receivers running, now. And really great running backs. <laughs> yeah. And a, like, he's always had everything. Don't get me wrong. He's, like, but you still have to play. He, you still have to perform he, he did well. His, he did his part. And be but, accurate. But his first Being a season, system QB doesn't but, necessarily but, but mean that you're bad. His first season no, without two top 24 wide receivers and a top 20 running back and a top five defense, what does he do? <laughs> Fail. That... So he could get his head coach, coach uh, very out of his play calling? 
He wanted Sean Payton. No, Remember, I, if I, he takes this team to the playoffs, they don't get Sean Payton. So Russell Wilson did look bad on purpose. It's if you know how to be good, I'll, you I'll, know how to be bad. I, Denver, I let's ride. <laughs> let's ride. I, I don't think he did it on purpose, but I think Nathaniel Hackett had some very bad calls late in games that caused him to lose. I think Nathaniel Hackett was an extremely bad offensive coordinator, too. He was yeah. not the right fit for Denver's job, and I think last year proved it. He's not fit to be a, I don't want to say necessarily a head coach, but not a head coach yet, at least, at the very minimum. I think I his play say. calling got a lot of his receivers hurt, too. So, Chad just chimed in on that. Brady took a shitty Bucks team to the Super Bowl. Great QBs make team better. teams better. Great QBs call their own plays. Stop bolusing. I'm assuming blaming the system. Oh, I'm assuming blaming, blaming the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, blaming I, see, I don't think the Bucks were a shitty team. I do think they were a quarterback away from being a good team. Everything else yeah. was good. So James if Russ had the gone there, guess what? They would have. They would have still gone to the Super Bowl. They still would have won. So you're saying Russell Wilson is as good as Tom Brady? Not all time. But towards later half, Tom Brady still threw for 5,000 yards. Great quarterback. I but think I think I, Tom Brady proved the have most. To, but Russell Wilson career. would have had 5,000 with those two receivers, too. <laughs> I think, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think, think 5,000 with DK and Tyler. I, I think Brady proved so much with his career in Tampa. With the short years he had in Tampa, what, it was two or three? Um, Playoffs two. every single um, year, division title every single year, and a Super Bowl win. And, and, and like Tom the Brady thing is arguably Brady, had two Hall of Fame careers. Yeah. Like the thing is, Brady Kobe. You look at the big thing with Brady beforehand <laughs> was you're able to say he was a system QB. Russell Wilson, when he got put in that position where you don't have to be a system QB anymore and you have to carry this team a bit, he didn't do it. Brady did it. Because he knew if he won. And brought them to the playoffs. Then stop guess what? talking he about this conspiracy say. theory bullshit. It's not. If you okay, know how so to be good, you know lose... how to be bad. If no, if you're, yes. are you willing to lose millions of dollars just so that he... you have a different head coach? The thing is, he didn't lose millions of dollars. He did. He has an incentive-based contract. Not the first two years. Okay, let's double check that. Plus, what he got millions guaranteed. He doesn't have to worry about it. When you signed a two hundred million dollar deal, like you're not worried about as losing a player, an incentives for one year. Lose. I know. As a player, I you think don't he did. Lose. I think he did. I don't because no. he knows how to be good, so he knows how to be he bad. He's only guaranteed eight million dollars out of his twenty eight million dollars per year. Eight million, still a ton. Not to mention endorsements. He's losing twenty million. He's not going to lose twenty million. Oh, and then he just goes <laughs> viral with "Let's Ride" and gets his publicity up, and therefore covered that twenty million. It looks easy. like a fucking loser and becomes the laughing stock of the NFL for like two months. Okay, Denver? and then Let's when they go and win the, first the Super Bowl, pick. that would be quite the fall from grace. Just like Hall of Fame career, and then out of nowhere, mm-hmm. two straight shitters. No, so he. he Sacrifice one year so he can make more money in the future with Sean Payton as head coach. It's, you're not going to. But now your story's changing. Your story's changing, Ben. You don't even know your. He own threw his 
first season in Denver so he could get Sean Payton as the head coach. If he was good enough, he didn't that need Sean Payton. doesn't make sense to do. Sean Payton's away. Austin, you even said Nathaniel Hackett had some interesting things. Wouldn't Sean Payton be better than that? Not to mention he's so coached a QB so- that was under six foot. Or, well, I guess Drew Brees was six foot. But, like, tell me that, it doesn't that- all make too much sense. No. You throw for one year, you get the head coach you want who can put a great system in place to get no, a Super Bowl ring. Sean Payton was never a guarantee. Yep. Never was a guarantee. Especially last Russell, year. Like, there's no Russell there's Wilson no probably had that. no choice in the say. Maybe, if at all. You don't Maybe had very little. $200 million for no say. When, you, Yo, when so you're signed on to John Elway's team, you okay. don't get a lot of say do, unless you prove uh, something. Do the Denver Broncos make the playoffs? 100% confident. Yes. Or no? Yes. I think the Chargers are going to be the ones that fall in that division. I don't know. I, that's what I think. I'm so undecided. I think, about them. The most, I I think that's a very tough division. Whatever teams, whatever team gets hurt more, they both have injury-prone key star players that skilled positions. Can't See, I think Chargers mm-hmm. and Raiders. Portland Sutton, Javante Williams, Derwin James, Joey Bosa have injury history. Exactly. So I think the Chargers and the Raiders drop, and they squeak up to two in the playoffs. Well, yeah. So Denver shoots up past the Chargers. I mean, we had that discussion. You guys already know that I'm high on Russell and that he was doing this on purpose. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We know. We know your dumbass takes, but it's fine. And when they start coming true, don't come back and say, oh, you called it right. I'm going to be like, I know. I'm going to tell you right there. Just I, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever, I've ever done that. I don't think I've ever done that. Don't think I've ever done that in my Ooh, life. You remember, you remember when I traded Josh Jacobs in the middle of last season? And I was like, I know that he's going to be like a top five running back this year. But like, and, and then I wrote on him, and he was a top five running back, and I utilized him to get Najee Harris because I think that Josh Jacobs is going to fall off this year and get mm-hmm. Najee Harris. And you called me a crackhead. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was right. Yeah. And I'm going to be right again. But your takes, your takes are going to be wrong. And I'm going <laughs> okay. to. Okay. I like the no. shame. I like the shame. Yeah. So, like, yeah. All right, question, question, boys, question. What's that? Who finishes as wide receiver one in the division of the NFC? AJ Brown or CeeDee Lamb or or who? Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. For um, number one CD wide receiver? In the NFC. Yeah, CD. it's Lamb. Or A.J. Brown. Lamb. So if we're talking Lamb. statistically, if we're talking more important to their team, A.J. Brown. I think Devontae Smith is more important than A.J. Brown. Really? He's younger and like he takes a lot of pressure off A.J. Brown. I mean, the is more important to the team than I was saying. Than receiving Brown. yards last season, AJ Brown finished ahead of CD, but it was close. They both finished top six, fourth for AJ Brown, sixth for CD. Mm-hmm. So that's that's nice. But all right, so CD had a hundred or had thirteen hundred and fifty-six yards. AJ Brown fourteen hundred and ninety-six. So hundred and. See, that's what I was saying. Yards, Statistically, Lamb's going to be the better. Receptions, but they both had similar targets spread only. What was it? 11 more targets for CD. 
AJ Brown significantly more better at oh, 17 point oh yards per he had 17 yards was his average catch 12 points mm-hmm. nine touchdowns for CD 11 touchdowns for AJ they both made good seasons that's a toss that's a good division you have two top five wide receivers they're fucking duking it out so. yep mm-hmm. and one and of them then, was on my uh, fantasy team then, thank god one was on mine too. <laughs> None are on mine. Same here. Thank you again. <laughs> Devontae Adams ain't no slouch either. And no, neither is Terry McCorn. Devontae Smith, he's also on my team. I would say, I would say Devontae Smith and Terry McCorn are both two other guys that are top 15. So. Calvin <laughs> Austin the third is about to have a breakout season, so I'm going to have a top five. <laughs> I'm telling you not, not, not top five. Oh, I'm telling you all. I'm telling y'all, Our, Antonio Brown Part Two, but Antonio <laughs> Brown Part Two, just without the hey, CTE. Hey, <laughs> hey put, your, <laughs> put your money now where your mouth is. Now it's CTE free. Put your money where your mouth is, sir. Do you serve your five foot ten speedy route running wide receivers without CTE? <laughs> yeah, I, not a Shane, Shane, are you gonna put your money where your mouth is? Yeah. You know, Ooh. I don't. I guess I have some change right here. Is this? <laughs> <laughs> is this Man. where it all ends, sir? Can I please have some more, <laughs> sir? Oh, please, man. please. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right here on the sporty lounge, get to see this that. That's where your mouth is. That's oh, right. Jesus Christ! All right. So, so, so said, mark down what I said about Lamar two years, not four or five. The way he likes to run is fine, but if you're going to run, you have to be able to run like a running back. <clears throat> Assuming yeah. be able to have a running back mentality to know how to mm-hmm. take a hit and protect yourself. Get low to the ground. Lamar doesn't do that. Torn ACL by week five. I think <laughs> if this new offensive coordinator they got, you know, getting rid of Greg Roman – could help him because if they actually throw more and then utilize the running back more, that can help elongate his career. But I want to see it first, mm-hmm. and, and it, it also depends said, on Dobbins has this like keeps on this holdout because if he goes on this crazy train and keeps on this holdout for no reason, and they don't pay him, then they're going to be like forced to use Lamar more than they maybe they originally attended this year. Mm-hmm. And after and after missing what four games each of the past two seasons. I don't like that. He, he then goes on hmm. to say, Austin isn't AV part two. That's Johnson. Yeah, well, I'm pulling up the counterpoint right now. I'm already working on it. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know if you saw it yet <laughs> so, or not. <laughs> so here's the thing. No, right, I'm saying we'll, we'll that Austin is more. Buddy. Let me hear. So Johnson was taking the second round. He already had expectations coming in. <clears throat> I feel like if you're taking in fourth round or later, then your expectations are significantly lower. Antonio Brown was drafted in the sixth round, five foot ten, one hundred and eighty-five pounds. Calvin yeah. Austin the third, drafted in the fourth mm-hmm. round, five foot eight and one hundred and seventy pounds. Um, forty times. Let's go ahead and compare those. Uh, Calvin mm-hmm. Austin forty times versus Antonio Brown forty times. Four point four seven for Antonio Brown. Four point three two for Calvin Austin. So significantly mm-hmm. faster. They, Calvin Austin is known for his route running ability. You know, that's why Sauce Gardner, when he was coming out of college, 
they asked him what was the hardest wide receiver to cover while he was in college. He said the Memphis player, Calvin Austin the third. And there's Austin, a reason. He's, I will accept he says praise, but Austin like, is at his, Randall. At his peak, Antonio Brown's a top seven route runner all time. But unquestionable. Man, that dude yes, was fun yes. to watch. So yes. like that's I'm being a bit dramatic. I'm being a bit dramatic. I there's as a always, lot to prove as always. But but I, I would I, I would accept an argument for top five. Like I and I I think I, I think he's that, going to be he good. Would... I think Too he's gonna be good. Place like... plot. Oh please. It depends. We say if, that... Najee, if, if, if Najee bounces back with this off new offensive line and Deontay Johnson can figure out how to stop dropping passes, then the sky's the limit. We that, went that, way that, off course I, from I, the I, NFC. I think Shane is just on this pod to spew the Steelers' hatred because that's really what it is. Because <laughs> every episode, it always gets back to the Steelers. It's hilarious. <laughs> I can't help it. Look at my shirt, it's so, bro. It's so, <laughs> it's I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It, it's just funny because really what it is, it's just Steelers' hatred because Steelers fucked them. That's all. Alrighty, yeah. so... That's, as all, always, that's all I gotta say at that topic. Um anyways, uh yeah. As always, go ahead. <laughs> don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share, follow Shane at Derpamation over on Twitch. So go ahead and we'll also, see you next time. Get ready for the next segment of the Guns Up, Gloves Down. It's more than just fights podcast as well. It's coming. We also got some big news coming as well. And Ben disappeared. He's now oh he's back. But he only a, so he, many balls go around. Pickens about to go off. Pickens about to eat. Dirt. Shut up, Austin. You guys are gonna have Barack <laughs> Obama. You guys are gonna have Barack Obama over on Gloves Up, right? Barack Who? Obama will Barack not be. First actual fight? No, don't think that's about to happen. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought that's what we were yeah. talking about. No, not him. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Travis. <laughs> Barack Obama. Bro, that wasn't even close. Travis, what was oh, that? That's... We can't spoil it yet, right? Yeah, it's not, we're not spoiling it yet, Austin. Uh, yeah, that's why why the hell were you saying Barack Obama? Because get, Shane get the hype joke. Though, Get the hype built oh up, you know. God. Maybe Brock yes. will hear about it. Maybe he'll be like, you know what, my fellow. I did the outro maybe, a minute ago. Maybe the, the, the joke, maybe. Austin. <laughs> maybe, maybe no. my fellow Americans, no. I will come on to the Gloves Up Guns Down podcast to talk about fighting sport with you, Americans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes the drone pirates. strike! Here comes the drone strike! End the podcast. Boosh. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to end it a minute ago. Yeah, nope. Had no care. Had no care. Travis, someone do it again. Go again? ahead, like, subscribe, comment, share, post. Thank you so much. Follow on the TikTok. Follow Shane over at Derpamation. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> it still didn't play. Whatever. Oh, God. Bye. One more time. One more time. One more? Nope. Nope. <laughs>